Hello and welcome. Move the line, the prop drop show presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Ryan Noonan back to talk about the best way and the most profitable way to bet on NFL football. And that is player props. Live here at 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday, uh, except next Friday. We'll have more on that later. Uh, on the 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel, giving out our favorite player props and taking your questions. So if you're hanging out with us now on YouTube, we appreciate that. Jump in the chat. Let us know what your favorite prop is for the week or maybe something else on the board uh, that you want us to talk about. Uh, you know, Holiday season, maybe it's a holiday take. Uh, we'll get to as many of the as many of those as we can at the end of the show. Uh, we appreciate it. You can find the podcast in your podcast feed later on Friday evenings as well. If you're hanging out, support with a subscribe, thumbs up, uh, all those things they go a long way in helping support the free content. We appreciate it very much. Joining me here, as always, Connor Allen. Uh, before his hiatus, his annual trip down to uh, to Mexico. Connor, what's going on, buddy? Not much. I'm going to be, you know, most sober show in the next week and a half or so. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, but hey, we'll let the takes fly out there in Mexico. Hopefully the Wi-Fi is a little bit better than it has been, but I'm confident we'll figure out a way to get it done. So yeah, it's the holidays are coming up and I think we got a few spicy plays to, you know, take us home during the holiday season. Nice. Uh, is the big dog going down to Mexico with you or? <laughs> oh man brutal you're already you're already bringing that up no my mom my mom does live in mexico and uh for those who are unaware uh ryan was trying to set up the big dog quote evan silva with my mom at my wedding so that uh was a very interesting tactic that i didn't realize was going on at the time but you know there were some some rumblings going on in the background apparently Noonan. Your mom is, uh, I don't know where you got it, because uh, both of your parents are incredibly charming uh, and lovely, lovely people. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, that was happening on its own. I wanted to facilitate it. I, you know, in all fairness to Evan at the time, because he was late in classic Evan fashion, he did not know it was your mother. Uh, he missed some of the earlier proceedings, which would have made it very clear that that was your mother. He was just flirting with someone at the wedding. He did not know it was your mom. Um, and then that definitely changed the dynamic. But yeah, we'll never... Never let that one go. Uh, Slob, what's going on, buddy? Ah, living the dream, guys. Living the dream. I live for uh, Fridays, and it's Friday today. So I'm living. Living it. Uh, looking forward to extended uh, kids' home and vacation and school vacations uh, and the dynamic that changes in uh, in our homes, too. And Connor's just smart. You know, he's just young, doesn't have any kids, just runs away to Mexico for a couple weeks. I uh, try to live vicariously through Connor every year at this time and just uh, – you know, soak it in through social media posts and things like that. Uh, just, I'm, I'm envious of uh, of that life. I don't even know what that would be like. I don't either. Yeah, I'm just, just going to Mexico. Just yeah, just for in for a couple of weeks. You know, not yeah. even for like you know. Yeah, man. Good for you, Connor. Uh, you can find Slop on Twitter at uh, Slop Rules. Find his stuff on Odds Jam. Uh, as well, you can uh, find out a little bit more at the end. I want to remind people to two episodes of Move the Line each week. This is Prop Drop Game Previews. So you want to get a little bit more sides and totals. That's Connor, myself, Sharp Clark. That is 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays. Same YouTube channel here, 4 for 4 bats, same podcast feed as well. Again, don't forget to subscribe. You can also scoop up a betting subscription at 4 for 4 if you want all the official plays, you want all the tools, articles, all the things that we do over there. Still betting NBA. That's going to take you, uh, the betting sub is going to take you through the end of February. So, massively discounted right now in relation to how our typical annual price is head over to 444.com slash plans more information here in the show notes if you want to jump in there and come hang out with us a uh, great way to sweat anything you're doing in the football speculation space you're playing playing on any of the, like the pick'em sites um you want all the like i said the official plays from 
uh, Clark, Connor, and myself. That's all in there again, 444.com slash plants. All right, gentlemen, week 16, we've got th what, three lovely days of football. We got a couple Saturday games. We got a full Christmas Eve slate. Uh, and then we got three games on uh, on Monday, which is interesting too. Let's start with this, like before we even get in any place, like um, what does that look like for you, Slop? Like how much football are you watching in the next couple of days? Because obviously, you know, you have uh, a few kids, you know, family obligations and all that stuff. Like how much football is on in the background? Is that something you got to like, like I, finagle no. for? Do you got to, okay. So we do Christmas day with uh, my in-laws and we have a, I have a nephew, he's early twenties. So I just get him to turn on the TV. We're at their house. So, you know what I mean? Like, when in Rome, so we're good there for the whole day. I usually stay there until you know until the games are over. So that's pretty much how I play it at my house. I mean, like it, it all depends on kids' sports schedule. So being that it's the holidays, it, there are none. You know what I mean? So you're, I'm good to go there. I'm green lighted pretty bit. So I'm trying to say. Okay, it's nice, Connor. Where are you at? I don't know what your travel schedule is specifically, but uh, you probably don't have to fight Maggie too much for football watching time, right? No, I mean, I'm, I'm a, a dink, you know, we got, we got no kids, you know, we got nothing really to worry about. We go to her family's house and they, I mean, they know the routine at this point. They know that I love football. So I literally just grab a drink, go sit on the couch, turn on the TV, like it's my house and then just watch football. And same with Christmas. So I don't know, like they, they'll come and watch football with me, but most of the time they know just to like, you know, whatever. I want to be Connor when I grow up. <laughs> right. So he, yeah, he, you guys have great families and stuff. Me. I have, you know, we're just, we're just a little couple. So, you know, maybe one day I'm sure I'll be in your guys' shoes and maybe a little bit. You'll get there. Hang on to what you got right now for as long yeah, as Yeah, I was going to say, I, I yeah. would just do what you're doing. Like, sounds like you got it made. <laughs> He's going to Mexico. He's like turning on other people's TVs in their houses, watching football. That's awesome. That's how you roll. Like, that's how you do it. I mean, my family's awesome. I love it. I married into an awesome family. So like, yeah, family is great. That helps, you know, massively, especially this time of year, because it is like an easy thing will be like my wife's like 94 year old grandmother who like watches everything. It's the summer. And like the only thing that I've ever, ever seen in the, on TV in that house is sports. Like she'll watch Dodgers Diamondbacks. Um, what like, so, like, football is, yeah, yeah, football is always stuff? on. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, she probably has got a bookie that no one knows about. Um, you know, so they I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. School. Yeah, you know I mean? like she's, she's definitely old, old Italian bookie, yeah. you know, something like that. Thousand, like she's old Italian, like a brownie box, you know, everything's cash. thousand percent. Yeah. So, you know, could be, could be worse for sure. So, uh, and you know, my wife is awesome with letting me watch it and she understands, Hey, this is what we do for work. So, you know, we kind of have to watch these games. Uh, yeah. Candace, how much football will I be watching in the next few days? Yes. Uh, that's a fantastic answer. Uh, dad's here going to be hurting this weekend. No chance we can lock in three straight days of football. I uh, hate the schedule this weekend from Ryan. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tricky for sure. Probably have some window time. Um, yeah. That's a little tricky. You got to get the YouTube TV. You got to get it on your phone, uh, you know, prop it up right in the middle of the dash. Um, you know, so like you're, you don't have to take your eyes off the road, but you can put the red zone up and at least mm -hmm. you can't navigate. You listen to it, Ryan. I can't yeah. say I haven't done that. I have, I have hundred percent done that. Yep. A thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. I do it all the time. No, you can just it listen to it. <laughs> if anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like uh, all I got to do is be able to hear what's going on. I can, I can, I can just picture it in my head. 
probably for my mental health, it's probably better to not watch in sweat like tackle props. Um, you're like, my guy's in there, give me the assist, and it doesn't happen. Like, I'm probably better off just consuming from my phone in my car. So maybe that's something I uh, I add to the routine uh, moving forward. So to each their own. So uh, awesome. All right, let's jump into it, Connor. Uh, floor is yours. Week 16, first play here for us. Uh, where are you starting with us? With uh, yeah, I wanted to bring Slop a little Christmas present here. So we got two overs and two ladders. So we're going to go with the first mm. one here right off That's, the bat. Oh, Merry we're going to go with Amari Cooper over 56 and a half receiving yards. Uh, this is pretty widely available. Cooper has 109 and 77 receiving yards in two full games with Flacco. He had three for 34 before getting injured against the Rams on just 30% of the snaps. He's been targeted on over 25% of his routes so far. Um, and I think Flacco is pretty volatile, but... They're passing a ton. Second in pass rate over expectation, third in overall pass rate to Spart, despite largely playing like competitive games. So it's not like they're passing to play from behind. Like they're just going out and throwing more. Now you get a matchup here against the Texans who have really not played all that well since a week seven bye, 67% completion rate allowed, over eight yards per attempt, and over nine yards per attempt outside wideouts where Cooper runs 85% plus of his routes. So I think 56 yards is just really, really low. So I'm playing 80 plus, 90 plus, 100 plus. You can get that up to like uh, plus 500 or plus 475. I think on DraftKings is 100 plus receiving yards. So um, I, I think that this is pretty solid here because this is just a spot for him to go nuclear uh, again, with, especially if Flacco is like retaining any of the same kind of volume. And I, and I think they will here. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, it has been definitely a shift in terms of pass rate over expectation. Sometimes too, with offensive line injuries, like you, like, yeah, you can't protect as well, but also teams, what they often do is like, well, let's just get, the quarterback back in shotgun and get the ball out of his hands quickly versus like, let's just try to like plow through and create holes with some of these backup guys. So I think we've seen a shift there. And I think you brought it up on another show too, Connor. It's interesting. This has been the Flacco thing. Cause this is what the jets did too. Right. They just kind of shifted into like this pass heavy offense when they got Flacco, which is really very interesting. A slop any interest in uh, this uh, Cleveland passing offense. Uh, very much so. Very much so. I'm, I'm actually kind of like all over the Cleveland stuff. I'll just go with my net, my play. It actually is a Cleveland play. It's a guy you just named him. Joe Flacco, two-plus touchdowns. I Two-plus passing touchdowns, sorry. I got it at plus 142 yesterday at FanDuel. It's at plus 124 right now. It looks like that's the best place to play it. I'd still play that there just because, I mean, obviously plus 142 is better. Like No one's going to argue that. But plus 124, that's still good enough for me. So here's the thing. Like, he's done this in all three games. They've played so far. They don't have anything that resembles a run game once it gets down there. So there's that. Houston's only given up 14 passing touchdowns this season to quarterbacks. So that does kind of suck. That's fewest in the NFL. But, and it's a big but, we're talking about quarterbacks like Will Levis, Russell Wilson, Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett. I mean, Dude, I wouldn't take those guys to throw two touchdowns in a game against, like, Tewksbury High. You know what I mean? So, there is that. Uh, Baker Mayfield threw two against these guys. Uh, Zach Wilson just did a couple weeks ago. And Joku is going to be a problem down there, I think. I think Flacco seems to really like that dude. So, we could probably get one there. Two touchdowns is just not a very high bar, especially for the way the Browns have been playing. I mean, my, you can hear my dog. My dog loves that move. So, I mean, this feels like – it almost felt like – when I saw a plus 140 yesterday, I was like, wow, like something's up. Like, I I wasn't sure what I was looking at. But, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a good line. Um, where's this total at? Is this uh, still in play? 
Um, let me just see where that is. Oh, uh, no, just the games total. Just the uh, – where are we at? Uh, 40. Right. Yeah. I think it's moved up a little bit because I think we're in the uh, upper 30s a little bit. So, yeah, I don't I don't hate it. Uh, I know Connor's in on some unders in that backfield too, so I think that kind of supports it a little bit too, them just going pass heavy. And, you know, even when they score, I think Flacco is involved. Uh, a little same game parlay there, Connor. Any thoughts on uh, Flacco with two scores? Yeah, I like it. Flacco, two scores. Mark Cooper overs. I played Jerome Ford under. I mean, he has literally eight carries. Kareem Hunt had seven carries last week. Houston allowing the lowest yards per carry to opposing running backs in the league. So they're going to have an easier time passing it. Flacco wants to pass it anyways. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's all adding up to a spot where they're going to run the ball in first down for like two yards and then throw the ball second and third down uh, until they get the first down again. And then that's what's going to happen every time. We saw it against the Bears. Literally the exact same thing happened. It was like they couldn't run on first down because the Bears, uh, you know, run defense is awesome. But the Bears pass defense is actually pretty well. This Texans pass defense is not good. So I'm excited to see what Flacco can do here. Yeah, play in the red zone too. Like those are my favorite ones when you get down there and you know the first the first play is just gonna get stuffed and you know it. It's like all right, so now you got two shots at the end zone. You know what I mean? So I'm not sure how many times you're gonna get down there, but dude, we only need two. Yeah, hundred percent. Our guy C Mac in the Discord was bringing up Flacco attempts earlier, and I didn't want to say anything because I knew we were gonna talk about it in the show. So yeah, you know, shout out there. Uh, I think that's a pretty good look too. I think it's like thirty four or something like that um it's pretty low i think he's gonna pass a bunch but i think you can probably play all the overs and all these and they're all gonna hit so yeah let's see uh completions for flacco 21 and a half plus 100 uh attempts 34 and a half uh looking at DraftKings minus 125 so yeah shot that around a little bit but yeah i don't hate any of those and anything to kind of support those uh this pass heavy continuing here so uh, one that I like quite a bit here to get started is uh, Chuba Hubbard over 16 and a half rushing attempts. This is on DraftKings at minus 120. Moved a little bit on Caesars, but pretty readily available. There are some books that are at 17 and a half though. So if you can get the DraftKings at 16 and a half, we'd obviously rather take it. I actually still really like it and think it's playable at like minus 115 at 17 and a half. Uh, before the coaching change that happened, Carolina was fifth in raw pass rate, 17th in pass rate over expected since the coaching move 29th in pass rate dead last in pass rate over expectation hubbard has at least 22 carries uh in each of those games three straight taking our like a larger share from miles sanders who's just kind of is still involved but not you know not necessarily like early downs not necessarily anything like that like he's more involved in the passing game uh, and hubbard's been good so like doesn't seem like there's any threat for sanders really kind of taking back over that role and this is a great spot for them to kind of continue like that. If they just shifted all of a sudden and started chucking again, it would be very weird. Like teams love to run on the Packers. They have faced the third most rushing attempts in the league this season, negative 3.1% pass rate over expectation against them. Six lowest in football. Uh, yeah. I just like this to continue here. You want to take some, like you don't want to do rushing attempts, take like, yeah, like 69 and a half rushing yards. You could take alt rushing yards, um, I think there are plenty of ways to play this, Connor. What are your thoughts on Chuba? No, I, I absolutely love it. It's you're looking at the number and you're like, holy shit, 16 and a half seems like astronomically high for a player like Chuba Hubbard. But then when you think about it and look what's been happening, like, like you said, the Panthers want to run the ball. They've been super run heavy. They, they fall behind. And oh my, I mean, we lost, I lost best on this. This is, this is where I first started noticing was because I lost to Chuba Hubbard under 
because they were down 20 points and they're just running the piss out of the ball. Like they had no interest in throwing still. And I'm like, what is going on? Like they just don't want to win. They don't, they don't care about that. So their drives are going to be long. They're going to be like seven, eight minute drives of just 10, like, you know, seven, eight carries for Chuba. And then it's going to be a field goal attempt. So I also play Jordan Love under on the other side for kind of the same reasons. This Panthers defense has actually played really well out of their bye, allowing 5.9 yards per attempt. Only one quarterback so for over 200 passing yards. I think those actually correlate fairly well in a lot of ways. So take some Jordan Love under, take some Chuba Hubbard rushing overs. Uh, if you want a little same game parlay there. Um, I mean, that game, this game is going to be outrageously boring in my mind. But, um, you know, hey, maybe it's one of those you bet on, don't watch, and then just collect your winnings after. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think, Slop? I have it crossed off on my sheet. <laughs> there you go. Game, yeah. I, got it from, I was like, I'm good. It's a good sign. I'm all set with the Panthers. Yeah. Just That's a uh, competitive. That's a thumbs up for the Jordan Love under if uh, the game's crossed off of uh, of Slop's list. Yep. That's a, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get a little spicy here, Connor. Um, you know, there's a, a, I feel like there's a game that's going to draw a lot of our attention in terms of the, you know, the spice this week, but I'm interested to see where we go here. Yeah, I, I think there are a couple games that you can target, but I went with like uh, another real round robin thing here. And I'll give you a couple mm. of the legs. But uh, I don't want to give you my last one because it's also my last play. So I'll give that to you after. Um, so Amari Cooper plus 475 on DraftKings. Tyreek Hill's alt lines on DraftKings are like disrespectful right now. So I think that like you're looking at 113 plus is like plus 200 over plus 200 for 113 pass or receiving yards, which I get he's banged up. I get he's injured against the Dallas defense, but they play a ton of man. He's averaging like five yards per hour run against man. He's just absolutely shredding them. So if he's like, I don't know, 70, 80% healthy, if this is even really a game, like he's going to catch one or two long balls uh, and he's going to absolutely shred. So I think that's an interesting one to put in there. Gabe Davis alts. I mean, he's done absolutely nothing, but it's 60 plus is like plus 390. I don't think that that the bills going run heavy was like a new game plan. Like they're going to be run heavy forever. I think it was game plan specific against the Cowboys who were one of the worst at defending the run. So I think we see the bills pass at least a reasonable amount in this one chargers pass defense is terrible so you know again it's not something i'm looking to play over 30 and a half receiving yards because i think he gets there but i don't want to bet minus 115 on it because he could very well dud but he also has i think it's five or six games over 60 yards and then like four or five games at zero yards so it's the ultimate boom bust alt player so i like throwing him in there and then uh jordan love alt under passing yards around like 200 i think is fair um, but you can't bet that yet. So I don't have it officially in there. And then I got my next one for the next play, but I'll wait on that until we're done with this section. I love it. Um, and you said, uh, the, the first leg we just said plus four seventy five for Amari Cooper. What is that? Like, uh, over a hundred yards or yeah, hundred. It's a first half line. First half. Line. <laughs> Absolutely. Love, love to see it. Love to see it. All right. And then we can round Robin that's, uh, which I love, I love how just absolutely bonkers that uh that strategy is so yeah you know you get you hit a couple of legs you're still gonna get paid a little bit there and uh you know not just leave yourself there where you have that one leg that falls short and yeah love it love the look i'll uh i'll tell you the odds after we i tell you the next one um because i i did round robin it on DraftKings, which by the way DraftKings added a new feature recently which i mean this is the best feature they've added in a while you can type in the amount like fanduel does you can type in the amount and it'll tell you what your max wager is on it so yeah Right. No, they've exactly. been doing that. That's my favorite thing about them. Yeah, no, I, yes. that's awesome. You know, I love that. 
Yeah, FanDuel does that. DraftKings just started doing this like, I don't know, a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago. And oh, no it shit. is a lifesaver. Yeah, right. Exactly. I didn't so, know they did. Okay. No, I thought you were shouting up FanDuel. Okay. Yeah. No, DraftKings does it too. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, it's, it's been I great. I just noticed because, it a couple days ago. Yeah. That yeah. should be illegal for books not to do that. I'm like, seriously, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, that's like, dude, if, if there's a limit on what I could, like, you have to tell me what it is. Like, I put my, what I want to do in the box. And then you come back and say, I don't have, I shouldn't have to submit because that means they could literally just be taking your action or not, not taking your action. I'm sorry. Just getting it though, getting your information, but then not taking your action. You know what I mean? And then deciding then I don't want an arbitrary, like, let me type it in the box and that's it. Yeah. I didn't hit anything. You don't know what I like, but yeah. It's, it's also massive for like round robins and same game parlay. So what used to happen was they would, I would try to put like 20 bucks on a round robin or something like that. And they would just outright reject it and say max limit wager reach. But now I typed in like 10 bucks to see what they would give me. And they gave me, it was literally, my limit was like 1045. So I put 10 bucks and it's like 10 it's bucks to like 10,000. And it put it all in and it put it all in for me. And like immediately. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like finally I can put in parlays without you know, getting like max limit wager reach. And if you do it all at the same time, it won't give you that message anymore. So huge shout out DraftKings for doing something right for once. Um, yeah, excited about that to at least be able to bet five or $10 on something that I want to bet without getting like completely chopped. The worst is that they had shifted to that. You get that notification and not even a dollar amount. It would just tell oh. you that you're like, yeah, no dollar amount. It was so dumb. Yeah. It was like, this is fun. You're like, just what? not taking the bet. Like that's not like, that box definitely illegal. Yeah, I just that's, that's really submit cool. and find out because it's like, dude, like that's like the biggest scam in the world. Like, like so you're getting someone's information, but like you're not letting them bet. Like that's bullshit. Yeah, just predatory behavior for sure. So, kudos to, to DraftKings for being less predatory. Um, still, a small level of predatory behavior, but less predatory. And we'll give you, uh, we'll give hey, you, you know, it's the holiday it. season. Yeah, we'll take we'll take some improvements wherever we can get them. So yeah, uh, I should have parlayed everything I gave out on the show last week. Uh, I mean, I, I swept the board last week here, uh, including the spicy section. So um, you know, shame on me for not doing that slop. I apologize. It could have been you know, but uh, ten to ten k uh, just by you know trusting Easily. myself and yeah. putting it all together. Yeah, ten to ten k in one day. Live yeah, and learn. Why, why wait to climb the ladder? We can just do it all at once, right? You know, yeah, hundred percent. Yep, yep. Just get to we'll the top this of the first day. All right, uh, Slop, where are we going? Where are we spicing it up this week? All right, so I've done this before on this show, and it did not work. But I'm not a quitter. Never have been my whole life. I'm going to go again. I'm going to go Jamison Williams, 80-plus receiving yards, plus 880. All right, at FanDuel. Look, here's the thing. They got the Vikings. They win, and... They clinched the division. They haven't done that since I was like a freshman in high school. Been been a while, you know. So this is a big game for them. The lot would say it's the biggest game for like all these guys, you know. So they're coming in. Not that they wouldn't be trying before, but again, it just sounds nice if I say that first. They got the Vikings. The Browning guy from the Bengals just threw for like three twenty something against them last week. So they're they're not good. That whole three to nothing game against the Raiders. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they all went and partied the night before. So who knows what happened there? But that was a fluke. I think they can be had in the air. And Williams was on the field for 68% of the snaps last week. Got targeted seven times. Like that never happened. Like he's like a two-target guy. So let's just say they are throwing the ball 
and it, it does end up in Williams' hand. 80 yards on seven targets. I'm not saying he's going to target seven times, but what if he does? You know what I mean? Like 80 yards is not a lot for a guy that is that fast. That could happen. And I'm, I'm actually going to play it, and I did it at just now at FanDuel, and they did the thing. It's hang on, If you put 100, they let me do, I can't see it, $51. 5107. But still, I, I I think that's it, man. I think that's the move. I think this is finally the week he's gonna pay me back all the money he owes me. And if you don't want to get that wild, why not? Ooh, plus twelve hundred for eighty on DK. Even better, Mary. I like it. I didn't look at DK first. But um, they never have better odds. But um you could do two and a half receptions for like plus one twenty. I did that at DraftKings this morning. So if you wanted to like you know, kind of make it a little bit safer. You can always do that. I like it. Good find, my Mary. Shout out, Mary. Uh, yeah, thank you, Mary. for supporter. Appreciate it very much. Good finds. Let's see what they uh, Yeah, I like it. He's he's involved more for sure. Connor, uh, what do you got on this? You thought? Yeah, he's involved more too. There are some pretty interesting splits that uh, Rich Rebar talked about in his column this week with like cover two versus cover three. So the Vikings play like the first and second most of each coverage basically. And like in those coverages, like golf, has been like absolutely horrible against uh, cover two. And then he's playing, he's also played amazing. It's cover three. So it's like they play cover two, like 55% of the time, something like that. And then they play cover three, like 30%, 40% of the time. And, but he's like amazing against one and horrible against the other. So it's like, you're going to, in my mind, you're going to see like probably two or three shading completions and then just like a laser over the middle or like, you know, a bomb. And hopefully Jameson connects on that. Um, so I don't think it's going to be super consistent, but I think that the upside is there. Fifth's Lions uh, offense also indoors is key. Jamison playing more. I mean, I'm also like a sucker for Jamison. So 27 and a half is just too low. I mean, I just think he's a baller. He gets too much hate. He's, you know, maybe not the best, uh, you know, player in terms of like someone who like got on the field and was like working the hardest or any of that, but he hasn't had to, you know, he's just been faster than everyone else his whole life. So um, I think that, you know, in this spot, hopefully he starts getting going here. The, everything has changed since he like had that downfield block. You remember that like a couple weeks ago, maybe yeah. five, six weeks ago. Awesome play. Yeah. Literally. He blocked for that touchdown like 40 yards he's downfield. The, um, he's the yeah. anti-George Pickens. He is. For sure. He's got grit now. I mean, George he, Pickens has no grit. Yeah. I mean, he ran like 80 yards. It was uh, Montgomery against the Chargers. Like sprung him. He wouldn't have scored that touchdown without it. And we so, need him yeah. for 80 plus. Just saying. Perfect. Coincidence? Full I think not. Purple life. <laughs> Sometimes it just falls in your lap. It's just right there. So, yeah, you love to see the spike in route participation, too, to support it. And uh, targets came along with it. And, yeah, uh, earning targets at a higher clip. Uh, one game, but, like, we'll take it and just yeah, it, hold on game. it. Hey, becomes two, though. We call that a trend if it happens uh, twice, Slop. So, you know, why get on the back end of trends? Just jump on the front. Be a, be a leader, you know? Lovely. Uh, all right. I, I'm surprised that none of us – well, not none of us because I'm going to break the trends – Oh, we got a fifty-one point total here with with the uh, with the uh, Cowboys and Dolphins. I thought we were gonna have some Cowboys and Dolphins stuff. I know Connor talked about uh, you know Tyreek there too, but uh, I want to get access to this Miami run game. And like, it's not even like a reaction to what Buffalo did and how they ran all over Dallas. Like, like Connor brought it up on our Wednesday game preview. Like, you've been able to run on Dallas all season long. So yeah, Jonathan Hankins was out. He's, I don't think he's practiced today. To wait and see what happens there. Big 360 pounds, like not a great player, but like a guy that just takes up space, you got to account for and very, very easy to run on this guy, Cowboys defense. 
without him, but like, it, or, you know, without him in with him, it's been happening too. Like they still were bottom five run unit. You can get some explosives on them. And this is a team built for some explosives. So I want to find different ways to do that. Um, and Devin A chain is, we just haven't seen the like upside for a little bit. It's only a matter of time. So a couple different ways to do it. Uh, first of all, A chain has been like getting some really interesting work in the passing game. Uh, you can get over 52 and a half receiving yards. And again, like, we know how flimsy running back receiving hurts could be. So I'm not going to master this binary prop at like 23 and a half, though it's interesting considering the work he's getting, but 52 and a half, like this is a dude that can just, I can, he literally could do that on one ball with his game breaking ability. 52 and a half is five to one on DraftKings. Um, if you want to get him for a hundred total yards and two scores, uh, cause again, like this guy has like massive upside and like, we've seen a lot of running back. When was most have 20 touchdowns. Uh, we've seen some running back touchdowns here, uh, big plays on top of it too. So 100 plus, two scores for eight chain, 13 to one on DraftKings. You want to do it with Mostert? Just he's going to continue to get uh, a couple of touchdowns. 80 rushing in two scores for Mostert is nine to one. Um, so I just want uh, access to like, I don't want to say different ceiling outcomes because I'm not touching anything specifically on the Dallas side. There's nothing that really intrigues me in like focusing there because I think we could see Jalen Ramsey. He shadowed last week on Garrett Wilson. I think we could see Ramsey shadow a little bit here on uh, on CD and slow him down at least a little bit, especially when he's in the slot. So uh, not super excited about any Dallas stuff, but yeah, I want access to Tyreek ceiling, uh, A-chain ceiling, Mostert ceiling. I think these are some interesting ways to do it. Uh, Connor, what do you think? No, I love it. Is, what's the status of Miami's like offensive line? Like, are they getting healthier? I didn't. I didn't check their injury report today. I saw. I forget who it was. One guy's in, and one's a game time decision. So uh, the guys that have been missing of late. Uh, so some good news. Um, so we'll have to wait and see there. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. That would. I think that would be a big difference maker for them because then then they would probably just be able to run the ball. I mean, not as well as the Bills, but a lot of the game. And I think most of it would have a big day. So that would that would be worth throwing in the alts. Uh, instead of Tyreek or with Tyreek, maybe both, honestly, because you'll probably get that rando bomb from Tyreek. And then, you know, most are just grinding out 70, 80, 90 rushing yards. His props only like 57 and a half. I feel like that's low. I don't know. I kind of thought like low. Do you yeah. think that too? I don't know. I saw it. I, yeah. I couldn't get there. I mean, I don't know. I always think HN's prop is a little bit too high, but he's so explosive. The thing is like, Mostert has been the guy when HN like, Achan just has like gotten like cleanup work. Like it's like he doesn't really get even that much work until the second half, and then he got injured. So I don't know. I probably like Mostert over probably the most here. Yeah. So Mostert uh, eighty rushing, two scores, uh, nine to one on uh, on DK. So yeah, I mean the Achan stuff is. I mean it's hard not to be like romantic about what happened early in the season when that guy touched the ball. It was just like insane explosiveness for you know a little three game stretch there, and we just haven't seen it much of late uh, but again like it does feel like there's been some spots where you know even when he came back in that raiders game and they said he could have played and they just they were super cautious with him didn't play him the next week he gave him a little bit of 17 carries against washington the next time out there and then you know against tennessee and that game got a little bit closer he had nine targets caught five balls um surprising that he hasn't like just hasn't broke any like he's topped out at 30 receiving yards so i'm asking him to do 52 and a half it's definitely something that he hasn't done yet this is a guy that like we just have one catch. Um, it just has to be the right one. And then Tina plays a lot of man coverage. Like he's going to get a, you know, Damon Clark and man coverage or something in the flat, make one guy miss and just take off. Like that's, that's a, that's another part of the handicap that I think is interesting with the way the Dallas plays D. So 
yeah, I want access to that game going a little bit berserk. And uh, yeah, I think those are interesting ways to do it. So, all right, regular props, Connor, back to you. Uh, what's your uh, your last look here? And this is also going to be the last leg of the uh, the round robins you said as well, right? Yep. Yeah, we're keeping it fun here, keeping it a little bit hot. Um, so I'm going to play DJ Moore over 65 and a half receiving yards. This is not a very standard prop that I would play, but there's a lot of things working in this favor here. So in full games with Justin Fields, DJ Moore has 52, 68, 114, 96, 25, 104, 41, 131, and 230 receiving yards in full games with Justin Fields. He's literally has you know this number in six of nine games. He has over 100 yards in four or five games. Like it, he is just absolutely crushed with Justin Fields. And now he gets a matchup here, and this is super matchup specific because as someone who's watched, I mean, every bear snap for years at this point and seen every play of Justin Fields' career, when he's not under pressure. He's awesome. Like he is very good for the most part. And Arizona doesn't blitz. They don't get pressure. They're like bottom two in both metrics. And so you have that uh, in factor here. I think Justin Fields is going to play really well. And then DJ Moore's splits are pretty similar to, to Justin Fields. So when Justin Fields is under pressure, averages 4.6 yards per attempt. When he's not under pressure, 8.4 yards per attempt. DJ Moore, when Justin Fields is under pressure, just 1.2 yards per route run, nine yards per target, only 90% target share. When Fields is not under pressure, Moore has a 28% target share, 3.9 yards per hour run, 12.7 yards per target. Essentially, you're giving him some time. He's just going to sling it to DJ Moore on these crossers, on deeper routes. If he doesn't have time, I mean, it makes sense. He's just not going to be able to find him as far downfield. So um, I like this spot here against the Arizona Cardinals, even that not only doesn't get pressure, but they're allowing a 72% catch rate to opposing wideouts and 9.2 yards per target, which is, I mean, just abysmal. So I think there's a lot of factors coming together here, and DJ Moore is just – He's a dog. So I get it's a high number, but I also think there's there's two alts at DK. 84 and a half uh, is plus 205, and then 108 and a half is plus 500 on drafting. So, I mean, again, that's these are numbers that he's hit multiple times already, and I think this is probably the best matchup out of all of them, uh, outside of Washington probably. But, um, you know, so he had 230 in that, in that matchup. So go figure. Um, plus 500 here. So if you're looking at this round robin uh, that I put in, it was – Gabriel Davis, 60 plus, Mari Cooper, 100 plus, Tyreek Hill, 138 plus, and DJ Moore, 107 plus. It's, uh, I think, 100, 100 to 1 on a regular parlay, maybe 1,000 to 1. It was 10 to win 10,000. So maybe it's 1,000 to 1. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, right. So I, I round robin them. You know, you win a couple of different ones on threes, fours, you know, whatever you want. So just some interesting legs there. I'll probably throw an official one and tweet it out or something like that. Um, but yeah, what do you, what do you think? Any, any thoughts? Are you, you proud of me for uh, playing some overs here? I am. You were firing unders, uh, all morning and, uh, saving the, the, you know, didn't want to mess up slops, you know, Christmas, just a gentleman, uh, just <laughs> class saved all these class move mm -hmm. big time. Yeah. You know, I played around with a couple of different, uh, Justin Fields things too. And I think that you can, in terms of like, you know, the uncorrelated parlays too, like under attempts over yards. Um, I thought was interesting because I think they could run a lot here and have success doing so. But I still like the big playability because I, you know, I knew you were on the DJ Moore part too, so I knew that that was part of it. And yeah, he's been he's been awesome. So yeah, I think there's a lot of, a lot of ways to do it. Bears, I think I don't want to say the Bears cruise, but like comparatively, the Bears play really good football. It feels like a really good spot for them here. So uh, yeah, I like it. Slop, what do you think here, DJ Moore? I'm big DJ Moore guy uh, with Fields though, only with Fields though. Um... He like yeah with tea bag not so much but uh, <laughs> Fields I'm trying to think what's his reception number do you get that right in front of you juiced four and a half or plus yeah. twenty five and a half yeah it's no fun I hate when I they mean, do that six plus mm. but I mean I, I kind of want more than you know 
plus 110 or something like that. I'd probably want that yeah. a little higher. But, yeah, no, he's a reception guy, but and he's a yards guy. So you could you got options with DJ Moore because he's not just going to catch a behind the line of scrimmage and get slammed. I mean, he does get those for your receptions, but they also find him downfield. He runs the intermediate route. I mean, he's just – he's literally – who Justin Fields is looking for whenever he looks up, you know, like it's literally like where's two, so yeah, he's a fun guy to have. Yeah, and that that Cardinal secondary is is beat up and bad. Um, they're bad when they're healthy. Um, yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna cook there too, and the weather's gonna be decent. Like you know, it's in Chicago. You think Chicago game right around Christmas? Be like fifty degrees, and you know, nice. So no concerns about you know weather there. Uh, so yeah, I like it. I like it quite a bit. I think some of the Tying some of the field stuff too. If you wanted to go same game parlay, I think is is of interest to me too. So, uh, slap. What do you got for us? All right. So this one kind of got nuked a little bit since I I bet it, but I'd still do it at this number. Gerald Everett three and a half receptions minus one hundred two. Now it was about an hour ago. It was like plus one sixteen and one eighteen something like that. But um. Yeah, I don't know what the Chargers are really going to look like without Staley, but they still have Kellen Moore, and Kellen Moore likes tight ends. Uh, I think he likes Gerald Everett. He's been on the field like 60-plus, 63% of the time over the last like four games. In that span, the Chargers have targeted their tight ends more than everybody except for four teams. So he's getting targets. We're talking 25 targets in those four games for Everett. Eight in each of the last two games. Ethan Stick, probably going to need somebody pretty close. So I don't know if I'd go yards on this guy because, again, he could have one of those catches where he, like, loses yards just because they do run the tight end screen with him. <laughs> and the, or, or he runs, like, two yards and turns around, and that's, like, the, the play. So I feel like receptions is probably the way to go. No Keenan Allen, so that's another thing. The Chargers probably playing from behind. So if you don't get it from the Chargers being good in the first half, then you can get it from the Chargers being bad in the second half. So you get you two ways out here. It's only four catches. He's done this, I think, four straight games. I mean, let's go. Yeah, I mean, dead cat bounce. We talked about a little bit. You know what's going on with the Chargers. It's hard to get a you know idea of what to expect there. But uh, yeah, bring us back to Week One where Slop was on tight ends, uh, and I think Gerald Everett in particular. Big, big uh, tight end. Thoughts guy. on yeah, big tight end guy. We know well, that since middle you. school. <laughs> <laughs> uh Connor, any uh any Gerald Edward thoughts? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I mean five receptions each last two games, four receptions the two games prior. Um, you know, he's playing a lot. Uh I don't I don't really know. Maybe I gotta go rewatch that Easton Stick game because like when that game was close, he was horrible. Like he was they they just like couldn't do anything outside of throw the ball was- to Gerald Everett. So, you know, yeah, that was it. Like that's the thing. That's like, and Allen again. Yeah, like that. That's like I think receptions here is definitely the right look because I have just like serious, serious concerns about their efficiency and like Easton Stick here because they just looked dead in the water. They can't run the ball, so it just put so much pressure on him with like a bad receiving core. Like I don't know. There's a lot of issues here. All roads so, lead to Gerald Everett. <laughs> yeah, it. I considered an Easton Stick under honestly, but after like he put together like 150 yards in the second half last week, kind of scared me off. Like, what if the Bills are up by like 40 here and like. He wasn't that, that bad early in the game, right? Like he wasn't good, but the, the turnovers, I mean, you, you fumble a fucking kick, like a kickoff, you know, you and a punt. And it's like, dude, are you serious right now? It's 21 to nothing. And before the guy even touches the ball again, after going 14, you know what I mean? So it's like, 
I mean, how much of that was him, if, if that makes sense? I mean, I, again, I'm not saying he was good. I wasn't ever considering an over. But I'm just saying, like, when it comes to that, it's like now it's 21 to nothing in the first quarter. The guy really didn't do much wrong. Like, he didn't do a lot right, but it was that punt returner and the kick return. I mean, like, you pretty much so – now he's getting rushed every single time. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Definitely we'll see. Like, who knows? But – I don't know, four catches, I think that's just all I'm focused on. That number, that that's such a low bar. And they don't they can't throw it to anybody else. I, I, maybe the Palmer kid. Like, can you trust him? No, not really. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean to, like, eight targets back to back games for forever. Uh which is real nice. I mean, last game only ran 24 routes and saw uh eight targets. So it's a good day's work. He stiff armed the shit out of that guy, too. Did you see that one? Go look him up on Troy. I mean, he, it was nice. So, like, you got that going, too. Yeah. You know who I will not be betting on in that game is Alex Erickson. Uh, you know, that was – took his over. It took a, it took me playing eight mile to get him out of his shell, you know, until, until he got hey, his 14-yard It never works, though, Connor. It worked. Hey, it worked. You know, it was it was magic when it did happen. You know, it was it was nuts. feel better sometimes you have to wait for him like that. They pay off, it's like you know, you you earned it. You know, if you get that yeah. first quarter, you know, like you know, slob bets a lot of first half lines. Yeah, you know, you don't, you know, they just the money's in the bank. It's great, but like you don't feel like you earned it as much. You know, it's when you sweat the full game, game. yeah, you, you, know? they, you like watch that for three hours to get at the very end. Like, you, like that's a that's a full day's work. You know, your per oh, yeah. hour on the bet is a lot less, unfortunately. But yeah. You might even lose yeah. weight watching ones like that. <laughs> Plus, like the amount of unders that I've lost on that bullshit this year is like this. Like you know, I had to win a couple overs on it. You know, like Zay Flowers catching that like twenty-five yard dot from Lamar and like the last play, like all these different things each week that it happens to be on unders. It happened to be on an over. It was magical. Beautiful. It's good to be there. Uh, all right, last uh, basic prop for me here: uh, Isaiah Likely. Uh, over 36 and a half receiving yards. It's another spot where like I wanted receptions, but like, you know, we're like, we're juiced up to kind of an unplayable range and I would want more uh, than the price that I would get. So, um, you know, to go like four and a half plus money would still probably be like plus 120 or something like that. So I'm going to take over 36 and a half. This is uh, readily available Caesars, DraftKings, MGM. If you have Rivers, uh, Bet Rivers, there's a 34 and a half available at minus 117. Um, but yeah, I mean, not everyone has access to that. So uh, we played Trey McBride here last week over five and a half receptions against the Niners. Um, made the case last week that I thought we were getting a discount because of the perception of the defense. And that definitely came to pass. I mean, McBride's also an absolute stud. Um, wanted to go back to the well here on McBride, but we couldn't get the, a good price there. But yeah, I just think we're getting a, a discount because of the perception of the Niners. And look, part of the case last week with the McBride handicap was they just haven't really faced any actual upper tier tight ends and the ones that they have uh Trey McBride last week and TJ Hawkinson they've actually like they've those guys have eight against the Niners so uh, I love the Niners to absolutely like I don't want to say boat race but I think the Niners are a problem offensively they're going to score some points so if Baltimore like is close and competitive this is really good for Isaiah likely anyway if not they're playing from behind which I expect it's also really good for Isaiah likely um, which is kind of what I think is going to ha happen here. So he's topped it in every game that Andrews has gone down, uh, 83 and 70 yards the past two games. We need him to get half of that here. 29% uh, target share last week. 
He's running about on 87% of the dropbacks. Since Andrews is out, like Kelsey's like 91%. You know, a lot of other elite tight ends are like 75%. So like we have like wide receiver one type of route participation, basically. Like Tyreek runs a route on like 85% of the dropbacks uh, when he's playing. So this is a pretty good usage here for, for likely. So um, yeah, I just think they're going to be in the game, uh, pass heavy game script and likely is going to be heavily involved. Connor, any thoughts? No, I like it. I think it's, uh, I feel like it should probably be like low 40s. Uh, I think that 36 and a half makes a lot of sense here. I think the issue, like all of these guys have been downgraded because of the defense here. Um, and because of like, I mean, we're getting, you know, Zay Flowers, low 40s, um, Odell, like high 30s, kind of that same range. And then Bateman, like high 20s. So it's always interesting, I think, among the wideouts, choosing your poison here, but I think likely is a more stable role. So I think it's a little bit more interesting. Yeah, 50 plus is uh, plus 155 on Caesars. Uh, you could probably shop that around and find some uh, some other prices similar. Slop, any thoughts on uh, on this game, which I think is probably you know the best of the weekend there, Christmas night. Um, you know, little eggnog, little uh, Niners, uh, Ravens. Any thoughts on likely here? You're a big tight end guy. Yeah, huge tight end guy. Uh, again, since middle school, likely is is nice. I mean, I, we watched him last week. I think I had him. He was in the one of my parlays. Like, or I watered down a bunch of reception props. Uh, I think it was three plus. That was the biggest gift ever. I mean, you knew that was cashing very early. They're they're real like creative with how they try and get them the ball too. They do that misdirection shit where like they go one way and then and then Lamar rolls out the other way and, and looks for him. Like so, obviously they like them. They want to get them the ball. I don't know how much they're gonna be able to move the ball with their uh, receivers. So I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. He's yeah, Zay Flowers okay, but I mean you're, you're gonna need something. You're gonna need likely. And 36 and a half, that's that's a first quarter line. You don't yeah, see those a lot. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I know I hit a different tab because I thought I was on the wrong stuff. I want to make yeah, sure. Like, wait, is that a first quarter line? Yeah, I'm going to watch the whole game, so I don't mind right. sweating a full game line. You know, so I think that matters. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, also, I, I want to add in there, you, you said uh, drinking some eggnog. This reminds me, have you ever gotten drunk off of eggnog? 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Your stomach is just an absolute shambles. <laughs> I mean, it is a complete yeah. disaster. It's for um, uh, the young young people, you know, early twenties. So they say, can say they did it, and then they realize why you never do that again. Oh God, just complete disaster. Um, yeah, it's, it just reminded me of some bad times. So I'm not an eggnog guy anymore. It was good. It was good going down. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I love eggnog. Um, you know, I'm not a big. Uh, I like. I'm not a big like get wasted on eggnog guy. Uh, I'm just not a big like get wasted guy to begin with, for the most part. But definitely, it seems like a really bad you know, mixture of like the alcohol just kind of just too thick. Rotting around. It's, it's yeah. Too thick, you know what I mean? It's just too thick. Like that's the beginning of it immediately. It's just too thick. And then, yeah, not kind of right. It's just coming up. Jesus Christ. That's a rough night. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea, but you know, I just kept, uh, kept rolling with it for a while. You gotta try it. I mean, you know, you have to try, you have to see what it's like and that is not good. Yeah, Steve mentioned having Irish coffee like a real alcoholic. Yeah, that's probably uh, probably that's the way morning. to go. Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Uh, you know, this time of year, it's you know, nice little treat. You know, it's, you know, want to have like a, a little dessert, a little something sweet. And, you know, eggnog is pretty sweet. Um, I, it's really good if you happen to like like chai, like black tea, like black tea and eggnog. Uh, you know, cold, it's delicious. Um, Highly recommend that for your, you know, again, you can put, you want to put a little bit of like alcohol, alcohol on that. Alcohol. Alcohol. What? <laughs> no alcohol, you know, but you know, you can, I'm not, you, you know, lost I don't me. know what you, you lost oh, I know I lost you. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It doesn't sound very good. I don't know. You know what I mean? 
It's pretty I just good. been drinking scotch. <laughs> this time of year, no tea, no Scotch alcohol, no, um, eggnog, just literal scotch. Just scotch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. drunk on eggnog sounds cool. miserable. Yeah, I, I would imagine like the 10, 15 minutes before it starts to work its way out uh, is probably a pretty, pretty disastrous yeah. feeling in your stomach. That's, it's uh, yeah. anticipation. Of, of death is worse than death itself and say that's that's kind of goes with that you know what i mean like because you know what's about to happen it's just like man there's nothing yeah. you can do and you just sit there and know it yeah lop we got a yeah. question here what kind of what kind of uh scotch do you like um i get an oban downstairs it's uh i, th I think it's a single malt it's uh, I'm, I'm not even that much of a scotch guy. It's just it was downstairs. I so I've been drinking it a lot lately. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with that? Whatever. But no, uh, I, yeah, no, it's not it. bad. We got the giant ice cubes. You know those the uh, the rubber containers you make the giant ice cubes. So that's good too. It doesn't get watered down. Yeah. Yeah. So what you do is you have one one glass or whatever, a couple fingers, and then you can just move on to like the Miller Lights. You know what I mean? Of course, gets you yeah, going. Like you scotch, everything. Scotch. Yeah. What's up? I said, yeah, it ignites everything. You know, you got to get like, you know, one glass of liquor and then you can just like coast on some beer, maybe two glasses, you know, and then coast on some beer. Yeah, you seem like a two glass guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you don't have enough. Of course, of course. And then Timmy, uh, bourbon is a crack choice. I'm also a bourbon okay. guy, but um, yeah, scotch is solid too. Only in the Peace plastic bottle, Jeff. Kirkland's guy. <laughs> yeah. Kirkland, they just came out with the new, uh, you know, new golf clubs at Kirkland too. Like you can get everything you need over there. You know, Kirkland signature golf clubs. Buy some scotch. What's some buy scotch? jeans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever you need. You know, head over there. Get uh, twenty five pounds of mayonnaise. Whatever you need, uh, they get, yeah. they'll take care of it for you over there. I like stores like that though. Yeah, it's like yeah. Um, you know, meat and stuff from uh parks and rec where you know uh yeah ron ron yeah. gets uh you know yeah. yeah you know april got some like dead birds stuffed birds ron got some hamburg you buy like you know whatever you need yard equipment uh it's whatever you need they got it all all right uh what else we got here uh some defensive stuff so some stuff i liked has come out since we started uh so i'm going to refrain on uh on some of the tackle plays that I really like this week, because uh, those are uh, you bastards will move those before I can get to them really. Um, but there's some stuff on the board that is popping that is of interest to me. We'll get going there. A couple sacks. Um, Boye Mafe, a uh, defensive end for the Seahawks, uh, playing the Titans here this week. We're either going to get like a banged up Gimpy Will Levis or Ryan Tannehill. Um, Mafe is uh, over quarter sack on DraftKings at plus 120. Uh, when Tannehill went down, if it's going to be Tannehill at the second highest pressure to sack rate in the league, uh, that's been a trend over a couple of years here. And he's been taking almost all of his sacks were off the edge of uh, the second highest rate in the league at the time he went down in week six. And Mafe uh, been quiet lately in terms of sacks. Uh, seven on the season, though, getting like four or five pressures a game over the past two months. Been real close. I think we can get over the, the hump here uh, with even a half a sack at plus money. And then Bryce Huff. Bryce Huff is uh, for the Jets. We are playing the Commanders here. Like kudos to to Howell. Sam Howell's not taking sacks like he was early in the season. Still a great spot, and Huff has been awesome. He's got three sacks in the past four weeks. He's third in PFF's pressure per snap metric. Um, he's second, um, in like just overall snaps. Third in like you know designated passing downs, 
and you know doesn't play as much, but played a, a season high snaps last week. I just think he's going to be in a great spot here. Same plus one hundred for a quarter sack. Uh, if you're looking to get down on those, those are uh, both on DraftKings. Those would be my uh, favorite sack looks for the week. So, uh, Connor, we can jump into the uh, the questions here. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for your defensive props when those get released here. All right, so we got Bobby Big Wheels off the top. How do we feel about Canadian kid Chuba Hubbard breaking loose for 80-plus yards at plus money? Noonan, I think you're in on that, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, plus money. What is it, 69.5, I think, is his actual rushing prop. So, yeah, you can, you can chase this. I think he's been like – at least 94 in the last three games. So yeah, he's, he's been doing it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, shark burners here said he hit a negative correlation on Alvin Kamara. I'm guessing receptions and like over receptions and under yards. I was yeah. thinking about this. I thought about it. What a good play shark burners. I am so jealous because I looked at it and I didn't put it in. So, um, I know a lot of people are on his yards, but that turned out to be caked. It was just about the receptions, I guess. Uh, Hit the Jaden Reed one last week. The Jaden Reed one was uh, fantastic yep. because he caught a ball um, and then went out, like limped off the fields. And uh was very excited. Saw that he was at 52. We needed <laughs> under 54 and a half. And that's the perfect injury because he's not actually like really hurt. Hurt. Like really hurt. It's like, you know he's what? Just like, take, take the rest of the game off. Get yourself yeah. right. Come back next week. I like it. You're losing. There's only 10 minutes it's left hurt. in this game. Yeah, relax. So yeah, that was uh that was fantastic. Uh oh seven to one on uh on Reed, which was a nice play. Yeah, that's that's a good hit. Um Jeff Stenberg commenting on the kids situation. Having kids is for dummies. Imagine having to spend money on clothes and food for some little idiot and not using it to gamble. Devastating. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a it's a pretty fair take. Um about one. I mean it, it does have seems a like something you'd tweet, to be honest. Not yeah, not Jeff. Um Jeff's my alter ego. But like he really exists. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh man. Uh Noonan, I'm curious about this one. I've been looking at it. Justin Watson, 17 yards over minus 121 ladders. Kadarius Tony banged up for the millionth time, maybe not playing. Um, Justin Watson is pretty stable. 50 Sky Moore's IR, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I yeah, he's Sky Moore's on the IR. He's so, so he's relevant that it doesn't even matter. Like, I, don't I know. know. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah happened, that, you actually want Sky Moore out there running routes. So that way, that one guy's eliminated. You don't have to worry about <laughs> catching pass. He, he just runs cardio. It's just like unbelievable how bad he is. It's just truly like it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, Rasheed Rice is like okay, settled so. in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Rasheed Rice settled in is the number one guy. Travis Kelsey, you know, as, as the, you know, obviously constant uh, force, but. They're going to take two or three shots, Justin Watson. I think I'd almost prefer to take like 25 plus, 30 plus, 40 plus than 17. Noonan, thoughts there? Same thing. Yeah. I mean, look at the average of the target in the season. It's just a tick over 20. Uh, last couple of games, 25, 18, 37. Like he's, you know, the, the way that they go at him. And that's like, you know, two, one, one. I had three targets last game. So uh, that's probably part of the part of the love. So yeah, it's just, it's the way to play him. You know, play his longest reception, play. The highest level of ladder that you can grab would probably be the way to uh, to play Justin Watson anytime you're ever ever considering it. So, yep, yeah, love it. Uh, Chris Boswell over one and a half field goals. Jeff has been cashing his kicker props and then adding me every time I laugh at them on Twitter, uh, which has been good. It's been, it's been a good tradition. So, um, yeah, I mean, plus money, they're probably gonna kick at least two three field goals. So, it feels like a first half line, Jeff. Yeah. And Shark Burner's tailing. Nice. All right. Love that. Bobby Big Wheel is coming back at you, Noonan, here. Corlin Sutton has cashed longest reception rec line in seven straight. This is Noonan written all over it. 
Any thoughts this week on it? We did it last week. Successfully got there, uh, I think, fairly early in the game, too, which was nice. Yeah, he's uh, – look, you can't run against New England, um, surprisingly, still. Like, they are giving up the lowest explosive. I actually looked at, like – I haven't done this yet – a uh, under on the longest rush. Uh, Javante Williams seems interesting. Javante Williams is, like, like one explosive rush all season. New England has the lowest explosive rush rate allowed. Kind of feels like a nice marriage. Uh, maybe I'm leaning Connor to water on something there. But uh, that feels like a Connor play more than, than something I would do. But yeah, Sutton, again, we know Russ, it's moon balls and checkdowns. And, you know, Sutton is the, the leader there. Connor's on an under on Jerry Judy, uh, which I think is a tough spot there, too. You know, New England plays a decent amount of man. Uh, I have no reason to think that this is, and he hasn't even really been, last week, I think he got 23 yards. I was like the closest he's been even flirting with the line. He's been like 30 pretty consistently in, in this little run here. So yeah, I like it quite a bit. Yeah, Corlin Sutton has grit. Jerry Judy does not have any grit. Negative, you know, kind of the same thing there. So we're going to, you know, I'm fading Judy, um, but I think Sutton is, is probably uh, solid. Look. We pop that back up. Is Bobby Big Wheels at the jump at a jump park here? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't really see. Bobby uh, Big Wheels either my... has kids or he's the reason that you have to, like, verify that your kids are leaving with you as your adult because <laughs> he's, he's either hanging out there by himself <laughs> Uh, which is problematic, um, or he also has kids. So uh, he can chime in on uh, lots of being a, a, a dad at this time of year. But, uh, yeah, shout Amazing. out to Bobby. That's so good. Uh, Jeff Stenberg straight up just ripped my stat from Twitter and copied and pasted in the chat. Miami is 8-0 when Tyree gets 100-plus receiving yards. They're 1-4 when he doesn't. Rams will be important. Thank you for stealing my stat, Jeff, um, that I posted on Twitter like an hour ago. So, you know, I, I – uh, Nice work, Jeff. Yeah. You know, shout out to you. Steve, that's better than some of the touts in the space that are out there stealing picks and uh, reposting the picks that come out like 20 minutes later. Uh, I love that. That's my favorite. You're watching this like, dude, this is so obvious that you're doing this, but like you're doing it like that's all right. Yeah, they didn't think they were going to get caught at all. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, everyone knows what's going on in the space. And if your tweet does well, which is the point, then like people are just going to see it and be like, well, this was posted elsewhere 20 minutes ago. So, so it doesn't, it's just so weird. The space is just hitting a total wall right now. It's like all these like people are just like I I had a great time with that tweet the other day. The guy calls it a lock and everyone's mad at him for it. It's like, I mean, I don't know. If 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 you think it's a lock, then just say it. You know what I mean? But I mean like all those Caruso. I know you're talking about. Yeah, the Caruso Joel and B six years. And it's like, bro, like that's I mean, if that's what you think, then just say what it is. But they were killing him for it. But it's like, all right, I mean like oh they say like uh the stat itself was a lie. Those what's who he was using, but it's like, dude, if you're reading the stats that he was using, like they they were weren't great stats, to, like make a play on. So anyway, <laughs> so it's like, what, what does it matter? And it's not. I mean, just like George Costanza said, if, if it's not a lie, if you believe it, so there's that. So big part of it. Yeah. yeah, we had some people in the the Discord asking me about that, and uh, you know, I gave gave my honest opinion. Caruso's a really nice guy. Uh, I met him in real life. Um, he just, you know, has some interesting verbiage and things I don't believe in and uses counts alt plays on records. Like, you know, Sleeper does like alternate, like lowered lines. And, but they're like, oh, yeah, that's weird. he counts those as like regular and doesn't count. No, that, you can't do that. So, you, yeah. you gotta use prices too. Alex, if you're watching, use prices, bro. Like, put the price of the play there. You can't just put over 57 and a half yards. Like, how for how are we much? airing grievance? This is an airing of grievances. I love this. Yeah, right but that's now. it though. I, I, other than that, like, oh. I don't even mind that, dude. If you want to say, hey, this is a lock. I mean, I mean, obviously, if you've ever read anything I've written, like, then you know I probably agree with this. But like, if you say, "Hey, 
I'm I'm like gonna bet my mortgage like responsibly on this. You know, yeah. Then, you know, okay, you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying you do it. I'm just saying like, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Like I think there's no chance this loses. Like that's why I bet money on it. But, six like, units. Yeah, now he took six units on that. I was like, dude, the only thing I I wish he would have done it for ten. Because I mean, if it's the best play of all time, then why not just put ten units on it and be like, why know? six? You know, what a ra- random number. Yeah. I don't know. Now, you know what? He probably went in once and then went back at it. And then, like, he kept going. But, like, that's how you get to six whenever you just keep going back at it. You're like, you know what? I'll put another one on there. And, and then finally yeah. he stopped there. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I bet the opposite at plus money just because that tweet pissed me off so much. Because well, I you're was an like, under guy, too. <laughs> yeah. Mean, like, so, like, yeah, well, fuck this. <laughs> I mean, it's 250,000 followers. So he, like, you know, tweeted it out and, like, a bunch of people bet it. So it obviously gets steamed the other way or steamed that way. So then I was able to the under it like plus one twenty five. Like I'm just on a regular number. Like you know. So yeah. I was like, well, all right. I mean, it's maybe the greatest play of all time for a six you know, lock. But I think the reasoning is pretty dumb. So I'm gonna take the under. Yeah. And so I. No, did. that was that and, was my problem. Like the reasoning, like just like bro, like don't worry about the reasoning. That's over there. Like that was that was problematic. But like the language, I was like, all right. I mean, <laughs> kid, believe in a pick. What do you want him to do? What do you yeah, want to exactly. say? It's not a lock. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like he thinks it is. Um, Anyways, anyways, feel every bad pick about says the lock. Thing. All of the picks say I lock. Love, I love that. <laughs> and like they still say lock. Yes, <laughs> like, like, they still like, say lock. He is yeah. very quick. He gets to the point right away. Like just like yo lock. You're yeah. like all right, well awesome. Like I want to yeah. read about a lock. You know? I think what he means is this. Does that <laughs> mean to him? One. Does that mean bet? Like this is what I'm betting on. Like lock yeah. in. Because to us, yep. I think a lot of it means like this is guaranteed to win. So, like, the clarity versus, like, I'm betting on this versus I guarantee this is winning yeah. is something I think he's got to kind of work, work through. Hey, teach their own. Like, it's your, your Twitter account. It's working for you. That's I mean, marketing genius. Him and Bucket with Trent, we talked about him last week, are just absolutely murdering the game from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, it is un- let, him let, yeah. the, let him cook. These guys are cooking. <laughs> let them go. Yeah, see what happens. It's fun. To your account. Uh, well, we're on it. If you just all air a grievance, that's maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, in my fields. Um, you know, if you guys ever you bet any prop live, it's very hard, right? Like the markets are fluctuating yeah. so much. Move through, like, you know, yeah, it's impossible. Tackles like you'll see just massive swings off the board, on the board. It's like all time. And you know, there are other people. I'm not the only one out here betting defensive props. Um, other people in the space, but you know, it's it's part of what they do. Um, I think it's kind of like really shady to count live bets that no one could possibly tail in your win loss yeah. record yeah. and uh you played yeah. three in, in a service that you're selling yeah you played yeah. six plays this yeah. week three of them were live you went three and on your live bets that literally no one else can tail so um, yeah, yeah the the only time i've seen that work so like Steve and Run Pure and like this one guy nuke the house or whatever they do like a live show like the entire game for like four hours and like they're talking the entire time and they're like, I'm betting this now. And like anyone is live watching. That's like, in my opinion, the only way that you can get that to work unless it's like halftime or like even at halftime, it's like they probably got like two minutes to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you don't like, have that's time. the only way it works. You can't count those. I mean, I don't know if you want to like show your picket slip, like show like, you know, how property, how profitable you are or something like that. But like, yeah, when it comes to like what <laughs> went out the subs, yeah, it, really? Because there's no way anyone bet that. It's happening more and more. And it's, uh, you know, I mean, it probably bothers me more when I have like, you know, a losing week or a 500 for the week. And it's like, oh, yeah, we went five and one. And it's like you played two things, you know, pregame and you played four things live and no one else <laughs> could ever possibly get those. And that kind of sucks. But whatever. Like, it's again, 
your accounts, your business. Um, That's I think what I some like of those things are very frustrating. About the space, though, man, it's, it's so much like uh, like no. real life WWE. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's it just is. Like they're just all personalities, and they're all just fucking wild. It's just you just do whatever you want to do, and you just see yeah. what what like quote unquote works and what doesn't. It's just it's fun to me. I like watch. I'll be honest with you. I like to stir the pot a little bit because I like watching the guys. They get so mad, and you're just like, <laughs> when you think about it, just zoom out for a second. You realize like none of this shit really matters. Like so, you know, just don't get that mad. I mean, you, you can get ticked off. There can be things that bother you, but like some guys, they just start going in, and you're like, bro, I I just want to watch it. It's just fun to watch. Yeah, there's like three clear divides. It's like there's like the plus EV grinders who are like pro betters. Yeah. There's like the newish or like the old prop community who is like you know like you like maybe like got like prop bomb you know like uh, prop bet guy things like that who have been yeah. grinding for a while. And then there's like the new group who's like Caruso, Salvitri, and like you know uh, <laughs> Joe Holka that just tweet like nuke and then like terrible reasoning like literally just the dumbest things you ever read. But they get insane engagement. You know like it's, it's like awesome. it's wild stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, I might start doing the lock, like the first word. I gotta get a better word though. I don't want to copy, so I'll do yeah, like. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like the goat one. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Let's start with no. this play cannot lose. Like that's. I mean, I, that says it's somewhere in the tweet, anyways. So I'll just put it up top. You know what I mean? Like, it's there's true. some way of saying it. All right. What else we got, Connor? Anything else that wrap us up? <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I don't think that. I think that was about it. We had a nice little. Very uh, grievances. Yeah. All right. I'll run through these quick. Alex, Mom Spaghetti Erickson. <laughs> That's great. Uh, PD Rock. Shout out to P Rock. Always active in the Discord. Finally catching a live show. Merry Christmas, fellas. Merry Christmas to you. Um, sneaking my uncle Scotch at Christmas is a great Christmas tradition. Love that. Jeff, ETN, over 86 and a half combo yards. Slop, any thoughts there? No, I don't like the combo stuff. It's, too, I mean, I don't know. They're sure, that could hit. I'm not saying that, but I just do not. Just go to that market ever. So I'm probably the wrong guy to ask. Yeah, yeah I think we need to see T Law stuff here first. Yeah, I look yeah. at it first. I don't get me wrong. I looked at Cook. He was one of my favorite, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." It just gives you, you. I don't know. Yeah, hundred percent. What's up, Jax? What's up, bro? Sorry. Uh, that's Connor. What's that? Yo, you know Connor. <laughs> that's slop. slop. Yep, slop. Love it. What's up, buddy? Oh man. What a great episode. <laughs> the kids. A little cuckoo. Mm-hmm. A little cuckoo. <laughs> oh, man. Bubbles. Bubbles. All the right. Sandlot, too. Look at that. Bubbles. There you go. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> all right. I think all right. that's about it. Yeah, I think that's all we got. Yeah. All right. Good Festivus episode. We appreciate it. Uh, and, you know, we talked about it a little bit, regardless of what you are uh, believing in this time of year, or how you're looking to celebrate eggnog, scotch, whatever it is. Uh, you got a nice yes. little long weekend. I hope it comes with uh, winners, a little to no stress, good food, good beverages, as much quality time with uh, the people that you want, quality time with as possible. Uh, like I said, hopefully winning bets as well. So for Connor and Slop, I'm Ryan. This is Jax. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>